It's now uh, 19 minutes to 9. Uh, coming up, uh, we are going to be speaking about the Lanasia South District Hospital. It has allegedly been left without water, electricity or cell phone signals as a result of a combination of failures by the municipal, provincial and national government. This is one of the LK facilities that is not on the list of hospitals that are exempted from load shedding. Now, joining us on the line, we have journalist at the Pekisisa Center for Health Journalism, Jesse Copland. Jesse, a very good morning to you. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Hi, Suleiman. Thanks so much for having me. So how, how did this situation come to your notice here at the Lanasia South District Hospital? Um, yeah, a few days ago, a doctor who worked in the hospital contacted me and told me that uh, you know he and his colleagues had been uh, working under conditions in which they didn't have any electricity at times, other times didn't have any water, um, and at other times had no electricity and no water at the same time. So I contacted a few other people within the hospital and uh, began looking into it. And tell us about your findings. I mean, what did you uncover? Um, essentially, for large chunks of November, doctors didn't have any electricity. Um, the, the reason for this, there are a few different factors. The one is that there was a fire at the substation in the Nasia South, which plunged the whole area into darkness at various points. Um, they fixed the substation in the city, um, but it continued to experience faults and, and, and you know tripped again later in the month. Um, at the same time, there was also load shedding in November. You know, we, we, we all experienced load shedding. And as you said, the Nasia South District Hospital is not on the list of hospitals exempted from load shedding. So it also experienced load shedding like the rest of us. And the first part of the month, they were able to uh, rely on their generators. They have two generators at the hospital, which they could use. But as the month went on, they ran out of diesel. And when they ran out of diesel, then every time there was a, a fault at the substation or every time the load shedding happened, they were just plunged into darkness. Um, and during stage four load shedding, that can be up to seven and a half hours a day. Um, so doctors who, for instance, were working in the emergency room, treating patients who uh, you know, came in with serious physical injuries, needed immediate attention or would die, were in situations in which they simply couldn't... Um, that they, they simply couldn't, um, um, you know, treat those patients because they had no access to electrical equipment. So they had to use all sorts of manual techniques to try and support them. So, for instance, they had no ventilators, no monitors, which are used to uh, check patient vital signs. Um, amidst all of this chaos, the hospital then in the last week of November experienced water outages. Has there been any response from the authorities concerned? Yeah, so um, the, the, I mean, the big question is why did the hospital run out of diesel, basically? How did, mm. how did the Gauteng Department of Health allow the hospital to run out of diesel? Now, according to sources within the hospital, the Gauteng Department of Health just didn't pay the service providers responsible for supplying the hospital with diesel. When I contacted the department about this, they, they didn't address that specific point. Uh, they simply said that due to the high demand for diesel, they, uh, you know, there were points where supply was disrupted. So they confirmed that, you know, there were problems with diesel supply. They, they didn't provide a reason as to why. The, the issue of, 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 of load shedding, should not every public health care facility uh, be exempted? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, 
you know, it, it's only very recently that they started exempting hospitals. Um, so, for instance, uh, I wrote a, a story about Charlotte McLeke Hospital in Johannesburg, um, which experienced load shedding and also affected patient care about, uh, you know, three months ago. I can't remember exactly when the story was, about two or three months ago. Um, and since that time, Charlotte has been put on the list of hospitals that um, are exempt. So they're now no longer in that situation. And the list has grown slowly over time. So, um, you know, on the 30th of September was the first day where the health minister announced that certain hospitals would be uh, exempt. So that was, at that point, it was about 37 hospitals that are exempt. At this point, 77 hospitals are exempt. So they are growing the list uh, day by day, seemingly. But, um, but yeah, a lot of hospitals are still severely affected and it, it has terrible consequences for patients. All right, uh, Jesse, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day and go well. Yep. That was Jesse Coplin of Pekikisa Center for Health Journalism talking to us about uh, the very dire situation at the Lanesia South District Hospital. We know that residents of Lanesia South have been having a torrid time with electricity, uh, you know, days at a time where, where they have no electricity uh, due to collapsing infrastructure and the lack of ability to maintain things and fix things uh, timelessly. People would say, well, you know, it's just South Africa. I don't think we can accept that, that it's just South Africa. There are problems. But problems to this extent that healthcare facilities, what's, what's the cost to, to, to human well-being? What's the cost to human life? That is something over which we need to ponder and reflect uh, very deeply and, and, and very thoughtfully. Right, so we've got a report.